0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 589. Walked for days without either, the moon growing larger in the night sky above him. Just as his strength was failing, Jax climbed over a rise and found an old man sitting in the mouth of a cave. He had a long gray beard and a long gray robe. He had no hair on the top of his head or shoes on the bottom of his feet. His eyes were open, and his mouth was closed. His face lit up when he saw Jax. He came to his feet and smiled. Hello, hello, he said, his voice bright and rich. You're a long way from anywhere. How is the road to Tinue? It's long, Jax said, and hard and weary. The old man invited Jax to sit. He brought him water and goat's milk and fruit to eat. Jax ate hungrily, then offered the man a pair of shoes from his pack in trade. No need, no need, the old man said, happily, wiggling his toes. But thanks for offering all the same. Jax shrugged. As you will. But what are you doing here, so far from everything? I found this cave when I was out chasing the wind, the old man said. I decided to stay because this place is perfect for what I do. And what is that? Jax asked. I am a listener, the old man said. I listen to things to see what they have to say. Ah, Jack said carefully. And this is a good place for that? Quite good, quite excellent good, the old man said. You need to get a long ways away from people before you can learn to listen properly. He smiled. What brings you out to my little corner of the sky? I am trying to find the moon. That's easy enough, the old man said, gesturing to the sky. We see her most every night. By the permitting, no, I'm trying to catch her. If I could be with her, I think I could be happy. The old man looked at him seriously. You want to catch her, do you? How long have you been chasing? More years and miles than I can count. The old man closed his eyes for a moment, then nodded to himself. I can hear it in your voice. This is no passing fancy. He leaned close and pressed his ear to Jack's chest. He closed his eyes for another long moment and was very still Oh, he said softly How sad Your heart is broken and you've never even had a chance to use it Jax moved around a little uncomfortable If you don't mind my asking Jax said, what's your name? That's the page, I'm Jeremy
1: I'm Jordana Oh yeah, right, Nick's not here again (laughs) I was waiting for it.
0: <laughs> he's still facing the moon. Uh, so- I have,
1: I have things on I guess oh. you have things.
0: No, go ahead with your things. Okay.
1: Well, huh, where to begin? Okay, he's a listener. So, uh, is one of the like is Eltha listener or is it like one of the other stages? Is one of those listener?
0: I think so, and I think that even if it wasn't, it's pretty clear that this guy is a namer, yeah. right?
1: Well, I would say like if it if he had to be a namer or a shaper, it's certainly closer to a namer. Like it yes. feels if one of the two it would it feels closer to a namer. Um but I was just I'm trying to remember which definitely one of them is listener, but I can't remember which one is listener. Indeed. Uh anyway, okay, so there's that. Then there's also that so he listens to Jack's Heart and it's broken and He's never had a chance to use it. So that means that he's definitely not in love with the moon because in order to fall in love with someone, you would you would have to have a not broken heart.
0: You'd have to be able to use your You'd heart. You'd have to be able right? to use your heart. Yes. So what this tells us is that Jax has been like, there's been something wrong with Jax, something broken inside him his entire before life. Before
1: he knew about the moon
0: exactly well and we know that he's never been happy right he's never found the thing that's going to make him happy that's why he made the bet with the tinker in the first place Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe
1: he thinks that he loves the moon because he doesn't know what love is
0: well and he thinks it'll make him happy because nothing's ever made him happy but he saw something and he wanted like this uh this strikes me like someone who's like can't you know, feel empathy. If you don't have a heart, you can't feel empathy for other people, right? You can't care about what other people want, you know, which is a bad place to be if you think that you're in love with somebody and you can't care about what they want. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also, it means that he can't even love himself, right? And like, you, you certainly can't be in a relationship with someone if you're already not like in a good place with yourself. If you're not ready to love and be loved because you have like a sense of yourself and your own loving who you are Mm uh not to like psychoanalyze jacks here but i think that all signs point to like this is this is a bad scene and it's getting worse
1: yes yeah and well it's more we're getting more information on why it's a bad scene also one more note yes uh this guy has a long gray beard and a long gray cloak and that just screams gandalf to me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, do you want to know who I think this guy is? Okay. I think he's Celatose Oh. If Jax is Haliax and Haliax is Lanra, then this guy is is Selitos.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I follow that. Interesting. I like it. And since it's all, there's only one story that definitely follows.
0: Mm-hmm. But he's also kind of Taberlin, right? He's wearing a, a long gray cloak, which could be a cloak of no particular color. He's like the archetypal wizard.
1: Mm. Ooh, I love
0: it. And like maybe Taberlin is a figure who's derived from, from, from Silatos as well. They could all kind of be the same person or versions of each other.
1: Yes. Yes, I agree. I feel like we covered a lot of little notes very quickly and it was great.
0: Is that how you feel?
1: It is. Do you have more notes? No. No. Well, I also don't have more notes. Do we have any letters?
0: Uh, I think we can probably read a letter.
1: Mailbag.
0: Uh, we have a letter here from Desert Dry on episode page 560. Desert Dry writes, Martin, this forest is as big as Vintas. Nobody owns it. There are places around here that have never felt the press of a man's foot or heard the sound of his voice. Martin sounds like he knows this forest or like he knows forests like this. Martin may not be a tax collector of monies from people, but he has still taxed forests. In my woodsman experience, it is usually the forest that takes taxes from its travelers. Martin knows forests better than he knows maps. Has he walked through and become acquainted with the Fey Realm? Can the Fey Realm not be mapped? Those moments when you press your foot down on softest cloud moss are sacred because there is so much new knowledge exchanged between parties. And to document these knowledges down on a map is to sell their feeling and goodness and innocence at a cheap price. It is a kind of self-respecting, motherly relationship we place ourselves into, and in our own naivete, we would call it young. In a way, the woods person is proud to have been taxed and in some way owned by such an innocent and secret and unknowably powerful thing, and so does not want to allow others to claim ignorant ownership of it. It's so human to say something is ours. Sigh. Winding and crooked trails. D.D. Hmm.
1: That was thank you a very you for that poetically bit. written letter.
0: Indeed, thank you for that bit of woods person philosophy. I do think that we're meant to understand Dayton as because he spent so much time as a you know tending the you know a, a forest for a, a lord. Like he Martin. is an experienced woodsman. Pardon, Martin. Yes, yeah, sorry. Did I say Dayton? I yeah. meant Martin. I think we're meant to understand him as like he's been around. He's been in many forests and. Uh, even if he hasn't been in this one before i think he has seen other places like it before um and i do think that he uh has like kind of a unique insight into this kind of environment because he's probably spent more time here than he has around people
1: mhm what it what an interesting thing it is to like think about this now considering how long we've had things like google maps and like we could see anything if we wanted to sort of right now in our strange modern world but not so so long ago it still would have been kind of like that's a place on a map but like exactly what is there kind of thing
0: Mm. well as the old saying goes the map is not the territory right that's something that martin was trying to explain that like even if you can see the place on the map that doesn't mean you have any idea what it's like there right yeah uh, and i mean
1: to an extent like that's also true even with google maps cuz you can see the tops of the trees but you have no idea what's underneath it
0: and and seeing the tops of the trees doesn't tell you how they smell or what it feels like to put your hand on their bark mm-hmm. right like there there is a there is a way of knowing the place that cannot be communicated by the theoretical knowledge of the place.
1: By anything other than being there.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and I i don't think that he has been to Fay. Just because I think he would be a different kind of character if he had. He strikes me as a pretty practical, down-to-earth person. I feel person. like he would be
1: less chill if he'd been to Fay.
0: Yeah? I don't know about his chill but i like he i think he would not react to quoth doing sympathy the way he does if he'd been to fae because that would not be in like the top 10 weirdest things he's ever seen yeah um and i also i do not think that the fae realm could be mapped by a human being i think that the fae might have maps of it but i don't think that it operates in uh four-dimensional space the way that Temerant does. Yes.
1: I you agree. Know? I feel like there are like little pockets, per- po- like, pocket worlds in Faye.
0: And we know that time works differently. So, And we know that like Foth like walks across Valerian's realm and like watches the sun like move at the same time that he's moving. Mm-hmm. Like, so we know that like the relationships between time and space there are not the same. And consequently, I, I think that things like, Borders or you know, fixed to geographical locations are not the same either,
1: yes, I agree. There is much unknown about Faye, but it is indeed certainly a thing that is not to be considered
0: similar to
1: the the world we know.
0: That's right. Desert Dry, thank you so much for writing. also uh, wicked name <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Didn't even have to come up with a cool nickname. You already came up with one yourself. Uh, we are going to say ta-ta for now, but before we do a reminder that our April Patreon episode is coming up and there's still time to submit questions because it's going to be an, an ask us anything episode. So any question you care to ask uh, Nick, Jordana or myself, uh, feel free to write in with uh, April AMA and your subject line. So we know what you're writing about. And we'll read your question out and uh, chat about it. And uh, until then, we'll see you tomorrow on another page. Of the wind. wind.